Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of The Illum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients, and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you? Friends, welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we have such an amazing topic in store for you. We're talking about purpose and more specifically the power behind purpose and how it can transform your life. And joining me today is Candace Coppola, who is an author, podcast host, and entrepreneur who believes that if you want to have your dream business, you have to become the owner that that dream business needs. She's also the host. You've probably heard her incredible podcast, The Power and Purpose Podcast, that launched in 2018. And that is a show that explores how to build a profitable business with purpose and the stories behind every successful entrepreneur and really sharing those stories with you in a way where you can connect with them. Uh, Candace and her audience, they love to dig in and really have these meaningful conversations about business and life and as they explore the strategies and techniques that build profitable businesses. So her podcast is rated five stars. It sits on the Apple Podcasts charts as one of the top 100 podcasts in the entrepreneur category, which is so amazing and is so fun because before we hit recording, actually, Candace and I were talking about how amazing it is that my podcast is one of the podcasts that's recommended under her show and vice versa. And I just think that is such a, such an incredible compliment that just speaks so highly to um, how much we have in common and how much our incredible listeners, you amazing people that are tuning in today, have in common as well. So Candace, thank you so much for coming on the show with me. I'm so excited to get to connect with you and chat with you and dive into this incredible topic that we have in store today. Bonnie, I'm so excited to be here. That was quite an awesome introduction. So thank you for that. (laughs) You're so welcome. It's so amazing getting to, and I'm sure you feel the same way with your podcast, but having people on the show, getting to connect with people that are just doing incredible things and using their gifts and their talents to create an impact in the industry. uh, It's so easy to, to talk them up and to really just sing your praises. So I am so excited to have you here, obviously, but I would love it if we could take Take a few minutes and let people get to know a little bit more about who you are and the incredible work that you do. So if you're up for it, would you mind sharing a little bit more about you and your business? Oh, I would love to. So for those of you who I have not met before, hi, I'm Candice and I've been in the wedding industry forever. I like to say I've been around since Moses. I've been around a long (laughs) time in this industry. I started out as an event planner and designer and opened up my business back in 2007. I had no idea what I was doing, like most people who start a business. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, and somehow I was able to scale and grow an amazing business in Connecticut, my home state. And I worked with hundreds of couples all over the world to help them celebrate moments that matter in their lives. I built a team. I was at at the end of my career doing million-dollar weddings. I mean, I really, really, really carved out an amazing business that happened to be in several different countries, which is very cool. Great team, fantastic clients. And all the while, I was coaching wedding pros in their business, which is sort of, you know, it happens when you grow a successful business. People are like, how did you do that? 
And I loved pouring into other business owners. And back in October of 2019, right before the pandemic hit, I think I have perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) I sold my business of 12 years to one of my team members and I decided to go all in on doing what I'm doing right now with Bonnie and you, which is to help you grow a profitable business with purpose, to have meaningful conversations and to pour everything I know about business, about purpose into entrepreneurs who are out there trying to grow something really meaningful in their business. And I live these days in Barbados. I moved here back in 2014 and I love island life. I have to tell you, a Connecticut girl, I was your classic Connecticut preppy girl living in a tropical island. It very much suits me and I have completely changed as a person, fully (laughs) adopting island life and slowing down and savoring things. So I live in Barbados. I love it here so much in these days. As Bonnie mentioned, I'm the host of the Power and Purpose podcast, and I help wedding pros build a profitable business with purpose. Mm, I just love hearing more about that journey, especially I think that when we kind of look back on how we get started, whatever we do, there's always that kind of story of how we got into this industry, but then how we started moving forward. And, you know, there's always that point where really things start to take off and things start to grow. And it's so amazing to hear how all of those experiences really prepared you for the incredible work that you're doing now as a coach and an educator for wedding pros. And something that It kind of got me thinking when I heard you talking about just how amazing island life is, that made me kind of think that what we're talking about today, this idea of really purpose, the power behind purpose, how that can impact your life and how, of course, that can then trickle down into your business. Mm -hmm. It got me thinking that where you are right now, it seems so in alignment with just that heart and that why behind the work that you do with that dedication to purpose. So I know that this is something obviously we've already, you know, kind of started to talk about a little bit and I've, you know, you've mentioned it a few times. I know you obviously dive into this more on your own podcast, but this idea of building a business that has both purpose, but also profit in mind. I would love it if you would talk a little bit more, just share a little bit more about what that means to you, why that matters to you, and, and even maybe what that looks like. Yeah, this is such a great question. I feel like sometimes entrepreneurs who are purpose-driven, who have a, a, an insatiable desire to serve other people, sometimes sacrifice the amount of money they could be making um, and almost run a business that's somewhat of a charity. And I don't want you to sacrifice those things. I want you to make whatever kind of money you want to make in your business, whether that's a million dollars or $10, whatever feels good to you. But I want you to do it for a reason. And so when we start our business, we start our business for selfish reasons. We want freedom. We want abundance. We want to do things on our own time. We want to line our own pockets. All those reasons why we say, hey, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. But those reasons don't carry our business, I don't believe, to where we ultimately want to go, whatever that looks like for you. I think having a business built around the purpose of your own self isn't enough. And I think that 
to really have a profitable business with purpose, you have to create a reason why you serve the people you serve, not why they serve you. So when I talk about purpose to my audience and when I'm talking about it today to yours, I understand why you started your business and that's the fuel that gets us going. But Mm -hmm. there will be a tipping point in your business where your work needs to have meaning Mm -hmm. and you need to be deeply connected to why you wake up every single day to serve someone else. And it can't just be money, but money is a good motivator. It can't just be money. So I want to empower people to think about how they can build a business that goes beyond just what they want, but how they can show up every day and serve someone else to solve their problems and to give them something of value. And I find that when you find that sort of magical, that magical idea of why you wake up every day to serve someone else, things really start to change in your business. It happened to me and it's happened to so many people that I've coached over the years. I I totally agree with what you're saying there about there will there will always be that tipping point that no matter why you were motivated to start your business inevitably there's going to kind of be this moment where rubber starts to meet the road things are getting real 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 and it could be something is you know unexpected challenges are coming up or your life changes or there's so many different scenarios that come into play but uh, what kind of what matters there, the commonality is that there's always something that happens that forces us to redefine why we're doing the work that we're doing in the sense of we have to, not even redefining this externally, but internally, how we are approaching the work that we're doing and why it matters to us and be incredibly honest with ourselves about that if we want to build a business that has longevity, right? We can, like you were saying, money can be a great initial motivator. That can be maybe one of the reasons why you felt called or motivated to start that business, but that will only take you so far, especially Candice, you and I seem to really share this value for businesses that exist to serve others and add value to their lives and to offer growth and transformation, whatever that looks like. And I think that I know so many of the people tuning into the podcast today, I know that y'all share that value as well. And in order to grow this business that helps you show up, create that impact, it's so important to be in touch with that that sense of why and that sense of purpose. And Candice, I would really love it. I know that this is something that since you talk about a lot and you teach on this subject, mm. are there any any steps or exercises or practical things that people can do to start to identify what that sense of purpose, what that motivation might actually look like? Yeah. I think it looks different for every entrepreneur based on what kind of business you have. So there's not necessarily one thing that everybody can do, but I can share my story and kind of give you some context of yeah. how I sort of tripped over this truth and how it changed for me. So in 2012, I had everything. I had a, a bustling business. I was on the precipice of writing my first book. I had just signed a book deal. I was featured everywhere. I was getting asked to speak. I mean, I had all the, I had ticked off all the boxes. And I was also deeply unhappy for some personal reasons, but also in my work. My work didn't fire me up anymore. I wasn't excited. And I feel like part of that was I was always chasing after the next accomplishment, the next goal. Mm. And everything was really centered around me. The work that we did, getting featured, doing this, having the best weddings, having the most amazing design, all of that were things that I was competing with myself and competing with imaginary people for. And so I was taking on these customers and it was all about me. 
It was all about what could I do? What could I achieve in my work? And I got really selfish. And I lost a dear friend of mine through all of this this experience, and it really shifted my perspective. Now, I had lost people in my life before this moment, but this was the first time I had lost a very close friend Mm -hmm. in a very tragic and unexpected way. And it got me thinking, as those situations normally do. They get you thinking about life and about what you're doing and what really matters and what are we doing this all for? Like, what's the point? And I I started to realize that I would only have left of that person the memories and the moments that we shared together, the laughs and the little things, those would carry on without that person. And it got me thinking about my work during a time when I was deeply unhappy. And I suddenly realized that my work wasn't about escort card displays and crazy designs and having the best customers and being published all the time and having all of these feathers in my cap and these ego-driven sort of status symbols. Mm -hmm. But I was really put here to help people celebrate moments that matter in their lives, to give someone the gift of, of having a moment in their personal history come together, a moment that they'll remember always, and they might even reflect and they will reflect back on when they think of someone special who's no longer here, but who was there for that moment. And it became my driving Force. I was insatiable about this. I met with the team. Everybody was like, thank God. <laughs> thank God Candace got it together because this resonated with everybody. It gave everybody on the team a singular focus that was more than just us. It was about the customer. So in sharing this story, I hope to just inspire you to think about the work that you do. What's the meaning behind it? And if you need some help, think about the transformation you provide your customer. And Bonnie, you know all about this. The transformation I provided for my customer ultimately was that moment that lived Mm -hmm. in a memory book or in the minds of the people who were there, the laughs, the smiles, the memories they created, the dances, the food, all their senses, the things that people take away and say, that was the best wedding ever. I had so much fun. And what they talk about the next day at brunch or like, can you imagine how drunk so-and-so got at the wedding? All of those things I had a hand in. I had a special hand in and it was my driving force. And it helped me not only restructure my business and attract better people, people who really valued our work and appreciated us instead of bossing us around all the time. (laughs) It, It helped me to do that, but it also gave me every day a reason to wake up and to do the work I did even when things were hard, even when a customer wasn't the easiest or even when I was having a tough day or got a bad email, I had a center point. I had a purpose. I had a reason for being here and I could see that end result for my customer. I knew that my job was more than just what people see on the face of it. And that's what I want somebody listening to understand today too. What you do is really important. You help someone do something. So I want you to think, what is it that is it that you help someone do? And what's that transformation that you provide for somebody that fires you up, that you love to see? When you get those testimonials back from your customers and they said, oh my God, Bonnie helped me do X and like my life is so much better. And that just warms your heart. That just makes you smile and you're like, yes, I want to do that again. That's why you exist, to serve your customers. I get so excited when I hear, you know, 
parts of that story about how, um, you know, of course it is never, never enjoyable and never easy to walk through those hard moments that serve as almost a catalyst that propel us into a new direction or ask us to refine the direction that we were heading in. But I do, I do really love and respect and, and get so excited about hearing what that, what that next kind of leg of the journey looks like. And I so appreciate that you broke it down in a way where, you know, we can relate to so many parts of your story in different ways, but also it's, it's so practical to think through, okay, what are those things that look like for us? And what are those, those transformations that we provide through the work that we do? And what I so want to call out and highlight and kind of like reinforce for those who are tuning in, no matter what you do, no matter what kind of work you do, you do offer a very specific transformation to your ideal client or ideal customer. I think it's really easy to think that the people that are doing this incredible work and changing lives are, you know, they're, they're coaches or, you know, something like that. But if we actually look at the work that every person is doing, whether you are a wedding photographer, you're an event planner, you're a designer, you're just getting started and you're not quite sure what you want to do, you have an incredible opportunity to provide a very clear and tangible and life-changing transformation to your ideal clients. So Candace, I really appreciate that you that you highlighted that and that you mentioned that because it makes it so much more accessible and it can be something that we we start to implement. I totally agree. And I just have to say, you know, when you reflect back and you think about those hard moments, mm-hmm. they were definitely hard when you were in them. Mm-hmm. But I can look back in my life and look back at a series of hard moments. And through those hard moments were always great revelations. I always sort of like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. There was always this transformation or this metamorphosis that came out of those hard times. And when you see the metamorphosis of how you grow and how you change for the better through hard circumstances like what I went through and like what somebody listening has gone through or might be going through right now with the pandemic Mm. and COVID and the craziness of things, you go back and you say, you know what? I might have wanted to change one little thing, but I wouldn't have changed what happened because I was able to grow into the person I am. And also it taught me something that I couldn't really read in a book or maybe here on a podcast. I had to live it. I had to experience it to trip over the truth to really understand the meaning. I totally agree. And and looking back, even thinking about um, just, you know, challenging or hard experiences in my own life, I I would not, you know, want to live through them again, or I wouldn't want to, you know, wish someone else to experience that. But thinking about the way that those experiences challenged me to grow or the way that those oppor- those experiences were actually opportunities to get to know myself better or to get to redefine my values or to get to really become crystal clear on my priorities in some cases. I definitely believe that I'm I'm a better, I'm a I'm a stronger, I'm a more empathetic and compassionate person as a result and I do believe that for you know, for entrepreneurs that are building these brands that are personal, or where you are uh, allowing your own values and your own perspectives to influence the way that you run your business or create a culture around your brand, all of that personal development, all that personal growth, one hundred percent, kind of you know, permeates into the business that you're you're building and the, and the work that you're doing. So, Candice, I really 
love this idea that even in, especially in your own story, but even in what you're sharing with us today, that we have these incredible opportunities to allow our values and what matters to us and the kind of transformation that we want to offer people to align with each other mm-hmm. and to you know really create this more holistic kind of uh, approach to your brand and your business. Yeah, it changes the game. And listen, yeah. <laughs> customers don't care why you started your business. They don't care about your freedom and your abundance and all the things that you want to do. They care about themselves just like you care about yourself. So when you develop a purpose or a reason or a why you exist that focuses on your customer, puts them at the center point. It also really helps to bring in the right people. It helps with your marketing. It it helps with your services and your pricing. It helps to sometimes fix a lot of places in your business that you might be having some resistance in or some problems in. It helps to fix those problems. And ultimately, your customers desire you to solve their problem, whatever that is, and give them something of value. So when you are able to create a purpose that fires you up, but then a mission statement or a vision statement that backs up, that's a concise and clear statement that puts your customer at the heart of it, you're going to start attracting people who desire that, who value that, and also repel people whose values don't align with you, who don't desire that. And I have to say, repelling is one of my favorite things to do when it comes to marketing and brand strategy is not just attraction, but having people actually like self, self-eliminate <laughs> themselves from my business and brand and know like, I am not the right person for them. I love when that happens. I love that we don't get too deep into the consultation or even like actually working together to discover mm-hmm. that. So your purpose you, it helps to guide you, but then you use it in areas of your business to market, to speak to people, to repel the wrong people, to fix areas that are broken. Absolutely. That is such a powerful, almost internal tool to use as you're creating those strategy pieces, as you're identifying those values and really creating those uh, those guidelines for yourself, the way that you're going to be doing business, the way you're going to be marketing yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how, how practical that is. Kind of kind of moving forward in in that similar train of thought, what kinds of mistakes do you see entrepreneurs making around marrying this idea of purpose and profit? So kind of when they start to, you know, maybe they've done some of that work and they've really started to identify more of what that passion and purpose looks like, but then they go to introduce the profitable part of it. Where do you see people struggling to connect those two ideas. Yeah, I think profit, there's so many mistakes to be made. <laughs> People, entrepreneurs that I've you know come across in my many years of coaching, I feel like most people don't have a good handle on what it means to be profitable, what it means to have profitable pricing, what it takes to get to where they want to go. And so the biggest mistake I see after somebody's uncovered their purpose and now they're ushering in the pricing they believe supports the why and what they have to offer is that they haven't really looked at if that pricing is going to get them to where they want to go. And if that pricing is something that their ideal clients will react positively to, most importantly, when it comes to profit and pricing, people don't understand their profit margins. Mm -hmm. They don't understand how to price themselves 
for profit. So there's so many mistakes when it comes to profit and pricing. So if you're listening to this and thinking, I'm not a numbers person, which is what I hear all the time. I'm not a numbers person. I don't know. One of the first steps I want you to take as you think about purpose and your why and how you're going to generate a profit in your business is I want you to use a simple spreadsheet and list out all your products and services and what you want to make in a year and how much money it's going to cost you to make that. So what are you going to have to spend in order to make your profit? And then I want you to tally up the quantity or the units you'd have to sell in order to make that money. And I want you to really look at those numbers and ask yourself, is it possible? Can I do that quantity? Will anybody buy this? Have I done it before? What's possible for me? And when you start to put together those puzzle pieces on the profit side, you can see where so many people make mistakes. They just pick pricing out of a hat. You know this, Bonnie. Like I ran a survey the other day and I asked, how did you come up with your pricing? And the majority of people (laughs) answered, I either charge what my competitors charge, which is a huge mistake, or I just made it up, which is not a mistake. It's something we all do when we're getting started. But this is about strategy. That's what this podcast is about. And so Bonnie and I both want you to have a strategy behind your pricing. So one of the biggest mistakes I see is not understanding how their pricing gets them to where they want to go. And then I just mentioned competitors, pricing yourself off of what your competitors charge. Listen, if you did that, okay, Bonnie and I will say, okay, we, f- we forgive you for doing that. But here's, <laughs> here's the problem in that. You're building someone else's business and you don't even know if they're making money. And so, yes, I understand the idea of going to your competitor and seeing what they charge to see where you sit in the marketplace. But you don't know if that's going to get you to where, where you want to go. And you don't know what kind of business they have, if they're profitable, if they're happy, if they're getting business at that price. And when you start to compete on price in a marketplace, you just drive the price down and everybody loses. Mm. So it's not a good strategy to continue using and you have an opportunity to release that strategy and carve out a pricing structure for your service, your product that is going to get you to where you want to go. That is amazing advice. And I really appreciate how you broke down some of the common mistakes that we might be making around pricing. And I I was over here just like emphatically nodding my head along as I heard you talking about, you know, choosing your pricing based on a number that you made up or, you know, what your competitors are doing and not understanding what you need, what that number looks like for you to meet the need that you have in your life and how different, how different those are. There's a big difference between understanding what you want and need to be making versus just copying and pasting and maybe changing like, uh, you know, one, one dollar or something like that on what your competitors are charging. Um, and I, I think that there is, I love how you actually said, I think what you exactly said was we have the opportunity to release that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And I really love how you phrase that as an opportunity. This isn't a challenge. This isn't a bad thing. This isn't a time to beat yourself up if you've been making one of these mistakes around pricing. This is just an opportunity. This is a chance to start fresh and to start in a way that honors that sense of purpose, but also 
keeps in mind the strategic aspect of profiting in your business and structuring those prices in a way that allow you to bring in what you want to be bringing in while still working with the kinds of clients you dream about serving and having that impact. And I think that what I really, really love is that today we've been talking about, you know, the the more heart-based, values-based approach of purpose, but we're also speaking to that incredible concept of profit because the two are not, they do not cancel each other out. These are not mutually exclusive ideas or concepts. These are 100% very compatible things that provide so much opportunity and so much possibility for how you can not only change your life, but how you can change the lives of the people, the clients, or the customers that you're serving as well. So Candice, one question that I really love asking to every single guest who comes on the podcast, I love getting a chance to think through If you were sitting down over coffee, connecting with someone who's tuning into this conversation today, they've been following along with everything you're saying. They're so excited to kind of bust out their notebook and start thinking about the why behind their work, start putting down some uh, some of those facts and figures as they figure out their pricing. What kind of encouragement would you want to share with them today as they continue to take action on this idea of pursuing purpose and profit? in their business. Oh yeah. Action breeds clarity. And one of the places people get so hung up is trying to make things perfect and do things perfectly and have the perfect answer for every equation. And I want you to understand that so much experience has gotten you to this moment where you're going to sit down and think, what's the transformation I provide that I'm so excited to provide for my customers, aka, and that becomes your why. And then how can I make money doing this? How can I make money that's going to get back to my meaningful life. All the experiences that you've had in your business and in your life have brought you to this point. And so I don't want you to get focused too much on perfectionism. I want you to know that action creates clarity. So the more action you take, the clearer things will become. And that is just a rule book for life right? Experience is the greatest teacher. And you've experienced so much in your business. It's taught you a lot. It's taught about what you want, what you don't want, what to do and what not to do. And this is just a perfect example of how as you do this and you implement these changes and these updates, it's going to take some time. The more action you take, the clearer things will get. So don't get hooked up on any first draft. You want to implement, you want to try, you want to experiment, see what happens. Nothing is ever perfect. But the more action you take, the more you try to put yourself out there and put these concepts out there, the more you'll understand about what's your next step. That is amazing encouragement and such incredible advice just to take that action, become comfortable with taking those imperfect steps because Mm -hmm. They are pointing us in the right direction. And I know that those who are tuning in today are going to want to follow along with you, connect with you, probably tune into your incredible podcast. So where can people go to find you and hang out with you online? I would love to connect with you. So if anything I said resonated with you today and you have a question, I want you to DM me on Instagram at Candice.Copla is my Instagram. And I love hanging out at Instagram. I also love following people back and exchanging DMs and supporting you. It's why I'm here. It's why I sold my business. So come find me over on Instagram if you need support or any clarity on anything that we talked about today. And you can learn more about me and my podcast and ways that I can serve and help you by going to my website, CandiceCopla.com. 
Amazing. And friends, as always, if you go to brandstrategypodcast.com and click on the link for the latest episode, all of this info will be included in the show notes too. So if you are tuning in on your commute or you want to, you know, connect with Candace later, you'll be able to go there, find all of the, you know, talking points and the full transcript for this conversation there, as well as all of Candace's incredible links so that you can follow along with everything she's doing and continue learning from her because as you can tell from today's conversation, she is just such a fountain, a wellspring of wisdom. And Candice, I'm so grateful that you came on the show today and shared part of your story, shared so much of this incredible encouragement and action-based input with us today. I really appreciate it. Oh, Bonnie, thank you so much for having me. Of course. It was such a pleasure. And friends, as always, I value you so much. I so appreciate your support and you tuning in. And if today's episode resonated with you. If you know someone, maybe it's your biz bestie, or maybe it's someone who you know is just getting started and growing their own business. If you believe that they would benefit from any part of this conversation, I would be so honored if you sent this their way so that we can get more of this message out to our fellow entrepreneurs so that we are able to understand how we can be building these businesses that balance purpose, and profit. So uh, feel free to pass this along. As always, I appreciate you tuning in and being a, a big supporter of the Brilliant Strategy Podcast. And I am cheering you on from Waco. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Plus, I'll be randomly selecting a handful of lucky reviewers each month to receive a little thank you surprise for me in the mail. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.